0: You're listening to the Overcoming Daily Podcast with Anna Johnson of sacredlifecoaching.com. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Anna began her journey of becoming the overcomer coach as a licensed clinical social worker investing over 10 years to helping others in the mental health field. In her experience as a therapist, she became aware that believers are struggling from the same issues as non-believers. Same issues as non-believers. As Anna sought wisdom on this matter, the Heavenly Father inspired her to give up her clinical career in order to serve the body as a coach, to help them in overcoming life and spiritual challenges through kingdom kingdom principles. And so the Overcomer Coach was born. Enjoy today's episode, Overcomer. Here's your host of the Overcoming Daily podcast, Anna Johnson.
1: Shalom. Welcome to Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. My name is Anna Johnson and I am your Overcomer coach. This season is titled Testimonies of the Overcomer. And today I'm here with Melinda Ivey and we are here to discuss her Overcomer journey. Welcome, Melinda. How are you?
2: Good. How are you? Glad awesome. I'm doing
1: great. So, Melinda, you and I have known each other now. How long has it been? Has it been like? Is it like two years? Yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of years, and we met at a at a women's retreat, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and we've been best buds ever since, right? We've uh, <laughs> enjoyed. Yes, we've done a lot of work together. Hallelujah for mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, so. So Melinda, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray. And then I want you to tell the guests a little bit about yourself. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Father, Father Yahweh, we thank you and we praise you and we give you the glory. Father, Father, we thank you for this time to come together and just to talk about your goodness in our lives. Hallelujah. We, we actually come together, Father, to encourage the listener on their overcomer journey Yes, Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit would just guide this podcast, that the listener would be encouraged and inspired to just continue to press forward. We thank you, Father. You are welcome in our podcast today. In your beloved son's name, we pray and we thank thee. Hallelujah. Amen. Let it be so, Father. Hallelujah. All righty. So, Melinda, tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. your, tell the guests a little bit about who you are.
2: Okay. I. Uh... I'm a wife. I've been married to my wonderful husband for almost 18 years, and we have three children um, ranging from eight to 16. And we're a homeschooling family. Right. Um, I work part time. We've got a small-scale farm, kind of homesteading.
1: Oh yeah, you're yes. You you do you have goats again or no? We do
2: still have goats. We've goats. We've got chickens.
1: Yeah, got a crazy goose. <laughs> yes. Melinda's living my life. You're living my life, girl. That's, that's my dream life. That's my dream life. Uh, I'm still working to get those chickens. I'm going to start out with chickens. And I'm glad that yeah. I know you, Melinda, so that when I get my chickens, I have someone to call.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're sort of the gateway into all farm animals. So yeah. be prepared.
1: That's right. So how long, you know, just for the listener, like how long have you had like a personal relationship with your savior? Like how long have you really been? Um, you know, we have that, we have that encounter with him, but then we have that Mm -hmm. close connected relationship, you know, Uh, tell us a little bit about that for you.
2: Um, I actually grew up in a pastor's home. Mm -hmm. Um, my grandfather was a pastor and my mom and I lived with him from the time I was about one years old. And it just, it, it was a natural part of life, but sometimes we tend to piggyback on, um, family relationships with the father. And so mine grew and developed over time. Um, I had a lot of knowledge, but the application was a little more difficult. And I would say even within probably like the last eight to 10 years um, have been incredible as far as developing a relationship, a walking relationship with the father, Mm -hmm. with my savior, with, you know, Mm -hmm. and making it my own.
1: Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you share that because a lot of times people think, oh, and even as even as parents, you know, we'll think, well, I'm, you know, because I'm, sh- uh, you know, sharing the word, the word with my children, mm-hmm. that everything's going to be okay and they're going to just walk in that. Um, and yeah. sometimes it's almost like a there. There's a a, a negative to that. With every positive, mm-hmm. you will find negatives, you know. And so, yeah. you know, like um, I wasn't raised in the church, so it, it, personal relationship came real easy for me because that's all I had. But when you're that's like, right. when you're like surrounded with, and I noticed with my mm-hmm. older, my two older, um, cause I have two children that are grown. Um, they were just riding off of my, my, you know, my wave. Right. Uh, and now they, now right. one of them is really starting to like, well, they have developed their own personal relationship with the father. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah for that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so any any listener that might be listening right now, I would say, like, listen, if you were um, brought in, you know, if you were raised in a family that had very faith, uh, you know, word, mm-hmm. people, make sure that you're actually developing your own personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that does take work.
2: It does. Know. It does take work and effort. and
1: Yeah, know. because what it is. Yeah. In the, yeah, the positive side of it is, is like your life is your life is disciplined. Meaning mm-hmm. like when you're raised, in, you know, in a, in a church family, your life is disciplined. Right. You know, you've got right. those disciplines in place. Like, well, we're going, you know, we're going to go fellowship. We're going to read our word. We're going to live our life a certain kind of way, which right. is good. We need those things. That's the sacred mm-hmm. life. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but then um, sometimes we can just miss like that connection. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's easier to have that base level, but it can be a little more difficult to sort of get,
1: Get up above that.
2: Yeah, to get above that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hallelujah. It's kind of like us mamas where, you know, where you've been taking care of the kids so long, you may forget to like really look at them. You know, like.
2: Yeah, exactly. Make eye contact. Yeah, like
1: (laughs) I'd change so many diapers. I could probably change a diaper and forget, like, that, you know, not even know if I changed the diaper, you know, like going through the Mm -hmm. motions. So, Mm -hmm. hallelujah. All right. So, um, do you mind sharing your age with the group or your age range?
2: Oh, I don't mind. I just turned thirty-seven, so.
1: Yay! Well, you know, some women are like, mm, I'm forty-ish, or you know. Yeah, ish. Or, yeah, ish. Um. Yeah. So that just lets our listeners know, okay, like this is where where you're at. Um, mm-hmm. That right, season. So you've yeah. been married a long time. You've got babies. You're homeschooling mama, um, and you you know you have you have fellowship. You have people. You have a local community that you're connected to, and.
2: Yes. Yes. Thankfully, and we've been in sort of both places where we didn't really have community and didn't have fellowship and it felt like a season of you know sort of the dry and barren wilderness land and yeah mm-hmm. it's the wilderness mm-hmm. and and now yes we are part of a large fellowship in our area and um, that is wonderful yeah
1: all right so tell so share with me like uh, what is the what is the challenge? Well, before we do that, tell, I want you to tell the the listeners a little bit about our relationship from your perspective, like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. talk about our relationship a little bit.
2: Yeah. So we connected in at, um, a ladies retreat yeah. and I, I liked what you said and um, your perspective and uh, your tools that you just, you were ready to equip women. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, that was clear. Mm-hmm. And so we jumped right in there and. Connected in, and I love that, and I love your friendship and your vulnerability—just that you open up. And oh, yeah. uh, so through that, then when I had some some trials and some hardships that I went through, I said, "Anna, I need you."
1: <laughs> can, and you so, tool- um, can you bring your toolkit? Can you bring your toolkit? Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes, bring your bring your doctor bag. I'm. That's I'm, right. We're going to do know, wounded and bleeding and needing some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and. So we went through coaching sessions and just what I was able to garner from you, like with the tools that you were offering, weren't you doing the work for me, but teaching me how to do the work. Yeah. And so
1: through and show that, you my own little battle, and I would show you my own little battle wounds, right? My own little scars, right? right. i show you scars it's like, and like, look, yeah. I lived, it's all healed up right here. right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it was coming out of experience, not just words, you know, you yeah, had your own stuff. and so, Yeah. Like,
1: I tell people, I'm like, listen, if I'm talking about it, it's because I did it the long way. And you <laughs> know, I'm all about like, can I just yes. help you? Like, don't go down that street or this street or that street because
2: yeah. you're
1: going to get rerouted. It takes longer. Um, yeah. yeah. But you know, um, you were, you had been bleeding for a long time. You just got tired of bleeding. You know, I still remember yeah. like when we right. first connected, you know, it was like, you were at that season where you're like, "This is ridiculous." Like, like I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I'm done with this. Like I'm done with this. Yeah. And and really, that's what overcoming. That's what it takes for overcoming. Yeah. You know, you get um, to that point yeah. where you're like, "I'm done bleeding, and I'm not going to die." Meaning, like some people, they just say, "Okay, this is it," and they just kind of refuse to fight. They just bleed yeah. out. And that's where they yeah. were. But you were like, no. And you and I, we, yeah. we, we coached intensively for, what was it like maybe a month or two? And then you just. Yeah, it was a couple months. Yeah. But, but I mean, we were intense. Like we were aggressive about it. Yes. And yes. then you like, and I love it when I coach um, folks like you guys, because like, like you like it's wired like you was like, you just take that. You take what you need. You get, you get that nourishment that you need. You get that encouragement. You get those tools mm-hmm. and you work them. You work him, you know. You work him, and you know. And some people like they need; um, they're more like a nursing baby that doesn't really want to wean. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be sharing my milk with them, and then there's like, oh wait, no, let's stay longer. But no, but, but um, most of the people that I meet, they're you know, they're 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 big kids. Like we're all kids, right? But they're big yes, kids. So are. ready to wean. You you kind of resent the milk. Like, why do I have to drink the milk right now? Um, but um, you learned how to make up your own milk in that area because you were already overcoming in a lot of areas. You'd already overcome, uh, you know? And I guess that's the reality is, is, and I really want the listener to get this, is like there are different degrees of overcoming, right, Melinda? Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: there are different areas. There's different territory of overcoming. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times people think that, you know, well, I'm overcome, whatever, but we should, we're on an overcomer journey, Till the day we die, um, and so we go. We go through seasons. We get a little R and R, but there's always some sort of territory to take, right?
2: Right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Surviving's not thriving. We want to thrive.
1: That's right. Higher territory We're taking more and more territory till the day we die, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, share with the listeners like your the challenge that we're going to be talking about today. Your your personal one of your personal challenges.
2: Yeah. So one of my main challenges was fear. Was Getting to a place of identifying what my fears were and then digging to the root, like finding the root cause of different fears, whether it was fears of rejection or uh, not being enough or other people's opinions or upsetting other people, oh, or, yeah. you know, trying to keep everyone happy. And uh, so just yeah, that's a, lot a of woman fear.
1: problem, you know, that I'm seeing that that's a woman problem, everyone wanting to like make everybody happy.
2: Keep everyone pleased.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we're dying yeah. at the time, <laughs> you know, we're dying yes. yeah. and they're flourishing. And we're like, but as long as you're happy, right. <laughs> right. As right. Long as you're I'm happy. not happy, but if you're happy. Yeah. yeah the last, pa- the last podcast, um, that, uh, the last interview I had, um, you know, the woman was like, she got to a place of like, she wanted everybody to be happy so much that it, like it caused health problems. She mm-hmm. ended up in the hospital you yes. know trying to trying to support other people yep. trying right. to so, yourself. Yeah. So so you so we're talking about overcoming fear and mm-hmm. um you know it seems like if I remember correctly that we started out and we were addressing like some of the the we were addressing some of the lies, right? Like mm, some of absolutely. the the lies behind the fear. And so right. what we discovered was it wasn't just fear. Like it was mm-hmm. it was, you know, Reje- it was like rejection, which we, we both uh, mm-hmm. agree that it's a, like, rejection is a spirit and it, and it, Absolutely. Taught. it talks to is. us. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And what was the other one that you said? Um, fear, Rejection,
2: um, being weak, feeling like you're, you can't rise above. Like this is, this is it like mm-hmm. coming, becoming complacent out of sort of this desperate place of, I can't do anymore. This is as yeah. much as I have to offer, you know, this is, yeah.
1: You know, and that actually feels safe. You know, yeah. it actually feels yeah. safe to be like, okay, be- because there's no more wrestle, you know, it's like, well, this yeah. is as good as it gets. I just need to be content and, um and, and don't get me wrong. Like, yes, we need to be content in the father, we need to be content in him and in all circumstances, but to be content with like not fulfilling, um, the life and the purpose that he has for us. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. 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 And so where did some of that stuff come from? Like, you know, how did you, how did you get past those things? Well, you know, you mentioned that we, uh, we did work towards, and now, you know, you know how to get to a root now, don't you girl?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> find a root. There's a root somewhere. Let's yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that was one of the things, you know, one of my emphasis on with, with the coaching was, is like, we get to the root We're we're done mowing the lawn. Right. We're mm-hmm. like, we're going to dig yeah. up the roots. So, right. um, and we started digging
2: started and,
1: digging. yeah. And so you want to share what part of that you want to share about that digging and, um, and how you overcame.
2: Well, and realizing, who, I think a huge thing that you taught was recognizing the enemy and recognizing, you know, what your problem was. And I wrote down something when I did the Overcomer Retreat. I'm going to share that. Oh, sweet. Um, because you gave the example that our enemy is not our challenges. Oh, that was a huge thing.
1: And yeah, that, to bite so, those things. What-
2: yeah, you gave the example of a flat tire, which was brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. If you get a flat tire, your problem isn't the flat tire when you've got all the tools sitting in front of you. Your problem is not picking those up and choosing to change. You yeah, know, pop
1: that trunk, get out that spare yeah. tire and your, or call, if yeah. you've got a phone and you don't know how to change a tire, call, you know, call AAA yeah. or somebody, State Farm. Yeah. They're there to help you, right? Uh,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so one of those tools is recognizing who your enemy is and what your problem is. And so when I was able to look at those fears and go, okay, so I have a fear and I have this problem that I can't continue to function in a certain way or I can't get past anger in a certain way or I can't get past this fear in a certain way. Well, first of all, I need to identify who my enemy is. You know, Mm -hmm. if I don't like myself, who's putting those thoughts in there? If I don't like my circumstance... Who's stopping me from changing it and identifying the enemy in my life and what his goal is and what his end game is and um, just how to change that, you know, looking at that and going, okay, well, I need to see who he is and who he's not, you know, my enemy is not the person who's making me angry. My enemy was not the person who had abused me in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. The enemy was using that to crush those past abuses, were you know to crush me now, right? And so I had to be able to say, My enemy actually is not those things.
1: Hallelujah! My enemy
2: is the one who's trying to keep me buried in those things,
1: and right, the, it, like just trying to keep continue that perpetual op- oppression mm-hmm. that yep. perpetual okay. oppression. And so we did like we we utilized, like you know, our coaching sessions was Holy Spirit was there helping mm-hmm. us discern, helping us to Absolutely. discern. And that's why overcoming you have to be intentional. Like you right. set apart the time and you made the investment. Mm-hmm. You made the investment. Yeah. yeah. Um, you invested, you know, mm-hmm. you pulled from your own funds just to be like, I am going to do this. I'm
2: gonna do this. <laughs> Has to be done.
1: Yeah, it has to be done. And you, and then you showed up, and then you mm-hmm. honored the work. And I, I said that because a lot of times people think, well, you know, they they can just have a conversation with someone, and and they're going. And this is why people are continually asking for prayer for the same thing or whatever is because it does require setting some parts, being intentional, setting apart some time, mm-hmm. and taking whatever someone shares with you. Someone gives you flour and some oil, make some bread. Yeah. Don't just look at him like I have nothing to eat, right? Yeah. Um, but what, if I remember correctly, like we looked at it and we were, um, what was revealed to us is like childhood origin things that were plugged in, whether experiences mm-hmm. or language, yeah. Because that's oh, yeah. the other part where the, sometimes you know, you know, we're not just, you know, we are made up in three parts, and so mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, man, yeah. who am I fighting today? Like, who am mm-hmm. I, right? And so we were discerning, like we, and it was so great how the Holy Spirit was showing up because we were able to see, like, wait a minute, that's not even my thinking.
2: Like, that's not my.
1: Well, one of the things um, we, and I think this is great for someone to hear is that you were raised in, you know, a minister's home, right? Mm -hmm. And so there was always ministry going on. And as a child, you had to sacrifice for the sake of ministry, right? right? Right. And there was a lot of language behind that. I can't remember. Was it was it something like you know, you are being selfish if you didn't want to do this or if you didn't want to do that. Was that um is that correct, Melinda?
2: Right, right. If you wanted anything, you know, and it wasn't necessarily anything that was spoken into me. It was just this sort of felt understanding that we gave all to everyone else. We gave all to everyone else. And if you wanted time to yourself, well that was probably selfish because we could give it to someone else. Or if you wanted just your room to yourself. Well, other kids needed to play if, you know, yeah, um, it was more like it if was they like were it counseling someone else, or, you know,
1: is that what you're saying, Melinda? Like it was just an attitude. It was a, yeah,
2: it was part of
1: a, a part of the culture. Like, right. Um, and, and so, and, and, you know, and it, children as children, we perceive the thing is, is like, I tell parents that I've done therapy with or coaching, you can do everything right as a parent. That's and right you will your kids still can have issues. And yes. the reason why yes. is because perception. Right. And personality. Right. And your personality impacts your perception. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um and the father makes this with all different personality types. You know, he does he does that. That's that's just yeah. who he is, right? He likes mm-hmm. he likes diversity. And um and so you're it wasn't so there was this attitude about ministry, which was holy, but the, I'm just wondering, like, maybe if there would have been more talk around it, but you just kind of sucked it up, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, everything I, was, I did, no, I sorry, what, I just, there wasn't a lot of communication. There wasn't a lot of, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and so you just kind of sucked it up, but that continued to talk to you throughout, uh, even mm-hmm. into your adult life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When you tend to think that that's an ugly part of yourself, you don't expose it. And so sometimes you just don't talk it through and someone could have offered reason, you know, into my life.
1: Insight. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Earlier. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you just were like, mm-hmm. com- complacent. Mean- complacent. Like just it going. Is. It's, a, it's, a, it's going a uglier than we make it. Yeah. Going yeah. with the flow. Um, and so that did impact like your happiness, your joy.
2: It did. Yeah. Um, there are many thieves of joy and that is one of them complacency. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we talked about childhood origin stuff. We talked about, Mm -hmm. we also did, we, we worked on, um, just the nature of abuse and how that can impress, how it impacts the mind, the brain.
2: Right. And how someone else's issues, you know, can easily become our own baggage, um, and oftentimes it's laced with sin and generational curses and yeah. lots of things that we take on that weren't, you know, we were never designed to have to take on.
1: Right. So can you, uh, for the sake of the audience, um, can you share something tangible, like um, that sh- how you saw this operating, like e- either one, how fear actually had operated? Like, can you give them like a tanginal, tangible example of like, you know, because of this, this is like, I was stuck here or whatever, or.
2: Yeah. um, Even in ministry, because my my husband and I, we did youth for about six or seven years and and there were other things that I would feel called to Mm. and I actually would never step up to because of a fear of, well, maybe I want to do that, but maybe someone else will think it's not reasonable or that's too big of a dream. Because there were times when I tried to put myself out there and people would be like, oh, well, that's nice and all, but you know, that doesn't, it's probably not going to work here or oh. I don't see how you'd make that happen. And so those voices became my voices. Yeah. And sadly they tend to be louder than the father's voice.
1: Yeah. We have to, because we it.
2: have to put effort into listen to him
1: mm-hmm. that, because because yeah. those voices have to scream. You yeah. Know, they, they have to scream and they scream and mm-hmm. they're manipulative, but the father doesn't, he doesn't mm-hmm. operate like that. Um, Yeah. So really what it was is you were getting tag teamed on like a lot and like fear was opening the door. Rejection fear was opening the door. Yeah. Um, And then for rejection to talk to you, doubt to Mm -hmm. talk to you, chaos and confusion to talk to you, it was just like you were getting all this stuff at you. Um, And I'm glad that you put that because I'm glad that you're sharing this because I feel like the audience needs to know this is, is that when Mm -hmm. we, and I know this, child, do I know this from personal experience? When you are called to do something for the kingdom, you're going to need a bull, a boldness and a courage that kicks down a door. Just saying because you will be rejected. Yeah. Yeah. You will be rejected. Can we just say that one more time? You will be rejected. And so Melinda, you were going through some, you already had that spirit of rejection speaking to you. It'd right. been, it been speaking to you what since childhood, right? Oh gosh. Yes.
2: Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. Speaking to
1: you since childhood. And then here you've got this loving father in heaven. that's like, baby girl, you, we want to do some things. I, let's do some things with you. And you yeah. know, you would get to this place and you'd almost have that courage to do it. Yeah. And then, and then you'd even try. Mm-hmm. And you felt like you were just brushed off another, another yeah. part of rejection, and then rejection would be like, see, Told you. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants rejection
2: to comes to, and tries to comfort you. Oh, see, it's okay.
1: Yeah. Or rejection <laughs> will rejection is like that really bad friend that says, You, you see, <laughs> you should have listened to me.
2: See, yeah.
1: It's safer if you just put your head down and just, you know, do your own thing, stay to yourself. It's safe, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. That you, oh, you've you overcome that. And that's what yeah. I with our coaching, right? Like it holds you accountable, right?
2: Oh, it does. Yeah. So Checking it's like, in and saying, Hey, so have you thought those, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah then, you know, like, you. I'm like kind of, you know, I know I can, when, when the Holy Spirit starts working in through me, I say things cause I'm really like, I'm a big softy, but some things, some bold things can come out of my mouth sometimes. Yeah. Right. And they yeah, need
2: some tough love. Yeah.
1: It's they, and I'm like, wow, I, that, that came out of my mouth. But, um, but you know, you knew if you got on a phone call with me, I'd be like Melinda A, B, and C, because we yeah. be were accountable to the Holy Spirit, right? Because here we are we're right. in a coaching session, we're asking the Holy Spirit to like guide us through this. He's been, He's showing us, He's revealing things, and then I'm like, yeah. okay, my job, my position is okay. Are you have you have you done these things?
2: Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And um, wow, and so. You know, that was a couple years ago when we started mm-hmm. and you have definitely, we, you know, we planted some seeds, we, t- we planted some seeds together yeah. and, um, uh, oh, can you see me? Yes, sorry. I can see something just hold on for a second. Okay. Sorry. Um, we're going to edit that part out. So let's <laughs> we'll start over. Um, so we planted some seeds And now we're starting to see the fruit.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Things are coming up, right? So we want to share with the audience, like where you're at now, like how, you know, where, like, how has your life been just changed and shifted just in two years?
2: Tremendously. Uh, The father has been relentless. I guess you could say that. Don't give up. pretty accurate word. He's been relentless in his pursuit of who he designed me to be versus who I was okay with being. And so, gosh, he's brought me through some major trials and some hardships. Um, but with more joy than I think I've ever known. And
1: and and it is a more complete joy. Yes. And thank you for saying that Melinda, because you said he has brought me through, yeah. The major trials and hardships, right? right. brought me through. Right. And I think, I think you know, a lot of us think or, or we're deceived sometimes by our own understanding or by the voice of the enemy. We are deceived that, sorry, hold on a minute. Uh, we're deceived to think that we're not going to go through trials because we're doing everything right, right? That we're not no, going to go yeah, through trials no. because we're doing everything yeah. right. Um, me and my husband, were just having a prayer meeting this morning and he's like, I'm trying to do everything right. And I'm getting beat up over here.
2: That's right. Made the enemy angry.
1: Yeah. And I said, wait a minute. I said, we were zealous. We were zealous for the will of the father in our life. We were zealous. What did we think was going to happen? You know, but he brought you through it. And so being brought through it, where are you at now? Where are we?
2: Uh, so now we're actually beginning to serve again as a family. I'm watching um, goodness prayers that have been long time prayers be answered. Um, prayers for my family, for myself, for my husband. Um, that mm-hmm. we will have a boldness of faith and
1: yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, planning planning a ladies retreat and things but that. Yes. I... And it's that's like prepared to speak things that I just thought, you know, I couldn't do anymore. I yeah. had been too beat up to do. And, and the father a, has other plans. That's,
1: and that's a big <laughs> deal for you, right?
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Getting my voice back is a good deal as far as um, getting legs that aren't Trembling and shaky, yeah. Is <laughs> and we do, we move forward with fear and <laughs> trepidation. <laughs> yeah, it, you go, you go shaking, you just keep going.
1: Say yeah. that one more time, Melinda. I think they need to hear that.
2: <laughs> go shaking, just keep moving, even if you're trembling. You just go shaking,
1: just go shaking. Yeah. So, okay. So just for the sake of the audience, let's say one more time, tell me what was one of the tools that one of the most valuable tool or tools that you learned through coaching.
2: Okay. Um, One of them is just reiterating that sort of being able to identify our challenges and our own streaks and our own weaknesses are so important, but a key factor to that is knowing who my enemy really is, how he operates and staying aware of who my enemy is not,
1: exactly. Is not.
2: Um, he isn't people. He isn't myself. When my heart is in the right place before the Father, and we're taking thoughts captive, I'm. You know, I would look in the mirror and say, oh, "Well, you know, I am my own worst enemy." And and in a way, we are because of our thought systems. But once we align that, my favorite word from you was heart posture.
1: Oh. Uh and
2: understanding what heart posture meant Uh and how everything begins to naturally flow in the direction of healing and strengthening and overcoming when our hearts and our minds are positioned in an attitude of hungering and thirsting after our father it's a position of victory when our heart posture is in the right
1: place. Hallelujah. And so a lot of times we understand as believers, we understand mindset. You know, we hear renew the mind, mm-hmm. renew the mind, renew the mind. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the heart, man, the heart, we know that we know that ultimately the heart is our is our, the biggest thing that needs redemption. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's out of the, you know, uh, our Messiah said that out of the heart flows all things. And that's why people do things they never thought they would do because that, you know, we, scripture tells us who can know the heart. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about the heart, it's so simple. Go to the heart doctor, submit <laughs> your heart. Now don't listen, we got to continue to renew those minds, you know, renew the mind, but yes. we submit the heart and we say, father, here's my heart. It's calloused. It needs some help, you know, and he just starts to give us a heart of flesh meaning that a soft heart for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Hallelujah. And so, you know, just for the listener, like, you want to know what your heart posture is? Look for your motives. What is my why? Why is it that I want this? Mm -hmm. And we can actually want something that is good for the wrong reason, right, Melinda? Yes. Yes. And then we wonder why the father doesn't show up. We wonder why he's not showing up. And he's like, you just want this for you. This is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. This is actually going to be bad for you. But when your heart is ready, yeah. then yeah. you can have it. And that's sometimes why we have delayed promises, right? Yeah. yeah. We have delayed promises, meaning that they're coming, but our hearts have to be right first because it wouldn't be good for us. You know, work
2: to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's the difference between my son wanting a laptop, a new laptop to play video games on versus him wanting a laptop to actually get a job and study. Totally different. Right? Right. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Anything else that you'd like the listener to, to, to hear, to know about your journey?
2: About my journey. Um, keep showing up. I mean, that's, that has been like the longest standing thing is in faith and look and also look for, um, look for the father's moments that he's given you consistently in the past where he's shown up. We keep showing up, but if we can remember,
1: hallelujah, he's
2: shown up and look back and go, okay, he's always been there. I need to show up too. He's always been there.
1: That's right. So keep showing up. And just like they did this, like we see in the, I think it's the book of Hebrews where they're recounting the things of old. Yes. See, yes. This is this is the problem. There is a demonic yes. recounting too.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the enemy will beat you up. With oh my goodness. Failures,
1: you know? And, but you know what, when he shows up and I'm, I'm trying, I'm working very diligently to get better at this. Cause he shows up. Um, he, tries, he knows mm-hmm. my address. Mm-hmm. I've tried oh, to yeah. go missing on him, but he keeps finding me, but you <laughs> know, um, You know, he'll show up and he'll be like, well, you shouldn't still be. And I know most listeners probably can identify with this. If you hear this voice, you shouldn't still be here. This is just terrible. This is just the way it's going to be all Mm -hmm. your life. This is it. It's like a very defeated thing. Mm -hmm. And I started out with a conversation with the enemy and I ended up on an overcomer journey. He, he knocked on the wrong door. Okay,
2: <laughs> right. and,
1: that, and that's how we listen. And I'm not. This is not an Anna Johnson thing. This is how we all should be. When the enemy knocks on our door, let's make him regret it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You know, just like um, in the book of Esther, where Haman was like he was he was relentless, right? Like he wanted to kill the right. he wanted to kill the Jewish mm-hmm. people. He wanted him dead. It mm-hmm. backfired. It backfired. Yep. See, listen, guys, don't try to, we, we resist the enemy, we resist him, but don't think you can live life without bumping in. We. It's like, that'd be like living in a jungle and thinking we're not going to run into some snakes. We're going to run into some snakes, right? Okay. Um, When the enemy comes, make the enemy regret that he knocked on your door. Um, And you all, you know, it's not like, it's so simple, but it's so hard, right? so simple, right. but it's so hard. It's like, wait right. a minute. Does this thought glorify the father? Does this mm-hmm. attitude glorify the father? Does mm-hmm. this feeling glorify the father? I have, sometimes we have to wrestle our own emotions, right?
2: Right. Oh yeah.
1: Our own thinking. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. So recounting, and that's what, uh, actually that's what my husband and I were doing this morning. We were recounting. Um, we were accounting all the things that we had done in faith and how the father operated in that. Now mm-hmm. your journey has been bumpy, right, Melinda?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> it's
1: not been a straight line. No, no. <laughs> it's been a narrow road, but not straight. Right. You know, and I think as, especially as Americans um, and as humans, we think, oh, we get this, we get this idea that, okay, the road may be narrow, but it's straight. Meaning like, I'm just going to go from point A to point B. No. Yeah. And um, the father humbled me this morning, reminding me like, no, Anna, like you thought it was going to just go, I'm going to do A, B, C, but he doesn't do the alphabet like that. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm nice like, wow. and jagged. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, oh, and then you might have uh, some loops there too, girl, jagged <laughs> loops, but it's all, but it all leads to promises, right? Oh, but it all leads to promises. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Melinda, it's been such a blessing to have you on the the podcast. And and so, you know, for the, for the listeners, it's like, I just want you guys to know that Melinda was wrestling with fear. So she thought, she thought it was just fear. She discovered that fear does not travel alone. It had friends, friends. really nasty friends, like rejection and definitely some confusion. There was some confusion going Mm -hmm. on for you. Even mm-hmm. um uh that spirit of happiness or depression that kind of steals your joy, oh yeah uh, and anxiety was- even because anxiety will overwhelm you, yeah, and have you worrying mm-hmm. about things you have no business worrying about thinking about things you shouldn't even be thinking about, um yeah. but you have actually over you've overcome and you're overcoming daily, yeah, continuing mm-hmm. yeah because y- if you're you were so to, into that journey. <laughs> right, you wouldn't be able to even be where you're at now without overcoming daily, like you know
2: right. I probably wouldn't be talking to you if I hadn't over (laughs) here.
1: That's right. And you're still like, hallelujah. Like I really feel like we're, you're just now starting to see some of the fruit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's been two years. It's been, it's been, it's goodness. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe a little over two years, but you're just now starting to see some fruit. So just be faithful guys, be faithful and believe that if you sow, and you sow generously, you will reap generously in due mm-hmm. season, in due season, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, congratulations on just that opportunity to, you know, mm-hmm. all you really wanted was an opportunity to serve the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were knocking on doors and you would experience some rejection or just some not uh, dismissal, like, yeah. you know, kind of like mm-hmm. people forgetting or just like, oh, yeah, that's great. But it, but the father loved you enough. That and he does love us so much. He just kept pushing you, right? Yep. Just kept going. He
2: didn't give up on me. So.
1: Hallelujah! Yeah, Hallelujah! Yeah, and you know what's so glorious about all of this, Melinda, is is that you know, you know, when you're doing what you're doing, that you're able to do it humbly because you know that the only reason why you're there. (laughs) <laughs> because it's still uncomfortable. Like I've done things. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I've, I mean, faith will, and him working in your life, you'll be doing things. You're like, this is so not me. Like, this is so not me. Like this is, this is not like, yes. I didn't, I didn't choose this. I didn't think this up. This is outside of me. Like this is bigger yeah. than me. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: It's not my comfort zone. It has no. to be his. And, and it I can't be, be like, my words. Cause...
1: Yes. <laughs> And our as humans um we do choose comfortable it's our flesh our yeah. flesh likes the color your flesh will throw a fit when you try to do something uncomfortable even just working yeah. out you know you get into yeah. some push-ups and your body's like we ain't doing no more stop yeah. oh, stop yeah. mm-hmm. and the mind has to say no we will do two more mm-hmm. come yeah. on you got That's five so cool. more in you <laughs> you know yeah, absolutely hallelujah <laughs> yeah hallelujah. All right. Well, this is the, um, so again, Melinda, closing word, your closing word for these guys is um, look back and recount the things that he's done, that that he's worked in your life, right?
2: Yeah. Raise those stones that the enemy can't knock over. Those reminder stones that say, he's brought me past this. He's brought me past this. Hallelujah.
1: And that's what that does is that it stirs up your faith and it keeps you staying encouraged.
2: Yeah. Because you look back, you're hearing the giant of lies in your mind, but you look back and you see those giant stones that with the father's help, you were able to raise as a reminder of what he's brought you through. And yeah.
1: Yeah. And all that, all those signs say, all those stones say, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Right. He's
2: a liar. He's just a shadow. When we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he's just a shadow. Mm -hmm. And if we can remember that then we don't have to fear a shadow. It's not a shadow that does the damage. It's what we think about that shadow.
1: We can hurt ourselves in the darkness, right? Yep, Yep, we can. I've seen some kids do that. Like they're running, fall down. Like, come on, it's okay, guys. Um, Yeah. Well, hallelujah. And keep, was it, was it keep moving? Is that what you said or keep?
2: Keep on moving. Keep Keep on on moving moving. If you're shaking, if you're trembling, you keep moving.
1: Keep moving.
2: After a season of healing, after a surgery, we have weak muscles and sometimes those muscles tremble, but we just have to keep putting one foot in front of the right, other. Right. If
1: we ever hope to walk or have strength again, we have to mm-hmm. keep moving. Gotta keep going. Hallelujah. You know, I tell people fear is just smoke and mirrors and you just, and what it looks like is like, for me, fear looked like a cliff, and if I kept, if i if I, if I kept moving forward, I would fall off and certainly perish kind of thing. Right. And right. you know what I did? Like it was talking to me. And, um, the only way that I was able to get through that fear is I just took off running. I didn't walk. Cause if you walk, yeah. you might change your mind. You know, <laughs> so I took off running and I was like, you know what? If I die, I die. But you know what? I will die doing what I was, what I in faith. I will die in faith. And I took off running. <laughs> yes, and yeah, and I took off running, and there was a cliff. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. There was a cliff, and it looked like I was I was falling. You know, it looked like I was just going downhill, but the wind caught me before I hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're never gonna fly if you're never gonna be able to soar unless you just you jump, right? That's, <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, Melinda, it's been nice having you on the show. Thank you for sharing your testimony. I just uh, hope the best for you on your overcomer journey. You know, I'm here if you need me and, um, Mm -hmm. I just, uh, will be praying for the ladies retreat. What a blessing and opportunity for you to actually be able to walk in the call that you've been called to. And uh, a lot of times people don't realize just how much a calling will cost us and stretch it. And stretch us. (laughs) Um, I don't know. We read the word. We read the word. We read the Bible. We read the scriptures. And somehow we miss that part. You know, Mm -hmm. we miss that part. You know, I was just telling uh, someone the other day, I'm like, if you look at the close, the the apostles, the close followers of of our Messiah, they all died Mm -hmm. but one. You know? And yet they were okay with it totally yes. okay with it. And so we like we we don't know what our walk's going to look like that following of him, what mm-hmm. it's going to look like. Um but it's a rewarding, whatever it is, it's an honor, right? So, all right. Well, let's just close out with prayer. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you call us to work out our salvation, Father, with fear and trembling. (laughs) Indeed, Uh, with that that fear being reverence of you, Father, and uh, having more reverence for you than for the spirit of fear that tries to speak to us. Father, we just praise you, Father, that you are a healer, father. We didn't even speak about soul wounds today, father, but I know that was one of Melinda's things. She had some wounds that she, that you have brought healing, you brought healing in those areas. And, um, there's, you know, father, we thank you that we don't have to figure this thing out alone. We have one another, and we most definitely have you. And we have the blood of the lamb. We have the helper, which is your Holy Spirit. And Father, we just pray for the listeners, Father, that, that might be wrestling with um, a spirit of fear, rejection, doubt, anxiety, depression, anything unclean. We pray, Father, um, any any healing that needs to take place, Father, we just pray over them that this word shared today would bring, bring forth healing, bring forth a encouragement and an exhortation to get up. Keep moving forward, believe, and persevere. In your beloved son's name, we thank you and we praise you and we give you the glory. Hallelujah. So mm-hmm. this concludes, this concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much, Melinda. And listen, listen, everyone. We just we we continue to just encourage you to overcome daily. And until next time, have an overcomer day. We're cheering for you. Shalom bye mm-hmm.